2: Live from Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport, we have Darren Moose DuPont with us in the big smoke and something just popped into my mind about the Moose that's going to make you laugh and all the viewers, but we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, obviously a podcast and streaming. It's a DuPont Media and Cavalli channeling production today and I'm very excited about that. Right, Moose? Right? Right? Yes. This is your show today. da 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 the moose is doing it we have no clark we have no director jordan jordan got married on the weekend ta-da director jordan are you gonna make the joke or am i tired (laughs) of being happy no just joking way to go jordan and his lovely bride uh, Lindsay right way to go guys so they're off honeymooning and i i'm I'm guessing clark's with them that's why clark's not here is he driving the (laughs) right that's what i was wondering he's a limo driver is he driving the truck (laughs) Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I was driving a shuttle all weekend uh, here in Calgary, and we just had a big, big fun time. But I want to say this. I will get to the uh, quick six show horn, which is going to sound a lot like a gong here, Moose, before long. But Darren is so Johnny Toronto now. How Toronto is he, Rod? (laughs) When I was talking to him on the phone yesterday, you were on the phone on the train, right? And I was like, oh, Darren, it sounds like you're right next door. The phone wasn't breaking up, you know, like what I'm dealing with. And you're like, "Oh, it's great! Well, better internet out here. Uh, better, better data. Basically, is what it is. <laughs> Strong like bull. In Toronto, we yes. have better internet. Am I right on well, that? That's what I learned.
3: Like they take care of the people out here first, and then the rest of the country. The internet's stronger. The cell phone signal's always at five bars. The uh, Amazon packages get delivered on the same day. I, I mean, I was, you know, back in Sask. I, I didn't realize we were second rate, second class. we were treated that way, anyways. It's not so even. I'll see what it,
2: I, It's not. I'm yeah. not even joking. The sad thing is, Darren's correct. And when I talk I to the know. golden girl, when I talk to the golden girl, she's in Florida. I'm up here. She's like, "Are you on the moon? Uh, no." I'm driving across the Trans-Canada Highway in Western Canada. So the moon might have better cell service. So anyways, what we've learned already (laughs) today is Toronto has better cellular service and data and Internet than the West. Anyways, Stephen Kleinsaucer is watching north of Saskatoon. And she says, I highly recommend not getting married. And Stephen also says, is it really true that D.D. moved to Toronto? Why is this? So hard to believe. I, I said to Darren, hey, I've been through it the last two years. I'm out of it. People now know I moved. Now you're dealing with it. So do you want to send out a news release? <laughs> Tell everybody today you are now a Torontonian and you're bragging about your Internet. So you officially are a Torontonian. I am.
3: I'm kind of like it, it doesn't feel real yet. And partly because I'm still transitioning between places you know, of residence. I think later this week, when when finally I get into the condo, you know, get settled, and our stuff shows up, I think then I'll do a splashy press release and tell the world that I have moved to Toronto. I think yeah, that'll you should be do the
2: that. Apparently, you have to. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, by the way, and hey, here we go. Listen, I'll get serious in a second. Ryan O'Radio checking in from WQEE in Atlanta. Uh, he's like Atlanta's NHL show, the R.P. show, and we'll get into that right away because I we got to get those golf shirts made by the end of summer atlanta's nhl show the rp show I, I know you're gonna do it and it can it please be in the color peach um nelson our vp of sim events writes in and says uh, amazon delivered same day someone's doing well no, no no yeah 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 in the big cities you get amazon same day but how about this in south florida you get it by noon sucker <laughs> so yeah we're out here roughing it <laughs> We're out here roughing it in Western (laughs) Canada, but we'd be okay because we got blue skies. Okay, here we go. Quick six show horn. Thank you, Director Jordan, the newly married Director Jordan. And I will remind everybody today's show and all week long is a production of DuPont Media and Cavalli channeling. Um, Now I think people are settling in. They're getting in. I'll start with baseball while people continue to find their seats. George Springer moved into second place on baseball's career list on Sunday with his 55th Lead off home run. Speaking of just settling into your seats, I was watching it. The Springer Dinger leading off the Blue Jays on the way to a 12-1 route of the Oakland A's. And to be honest, Moose, I'm starting to think the Jays might make the playoffs. Don't tell anybody, but I'm um, I mean, at least they're winning. And I know it was the worst team in baseball they beat this weekend series. But you say Kikuche pitched a, se- a season I-7 innings as the Blue Jays won. A's now 40 games below 500. Kevin Biggio hit a three-run homer for the Jays. And uh, elsewhere, what caught my attention, Alex Bregman drove in the game-winning run in the 11th inning and the Houston Astros, beat the Dodgers, sorry, LA 6-5 on Sunday, despite squandering a three-run lead on a night. The the Dodgers' Freddie Freeman collected his 2,000th career hit. So, hey, shout out, Freddie Freeman. That town does produce baseball players, I'll tell you that. The Astros won for just the second time in nine road games. By the way, did I tell you that Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, we do weddings, a wealth of event and banquet space, and all-inclusive packages starting at just $79.95 per person, inquired hotelclique.ca. Trust me, I'll get into all the fun weekend stories of the bashes that we had here. It's in my weekend column if you can't wait for me to get to it here. Our party right over my shoulder on the weekend moose, uh, CFL alumni, CFL fans, CFL media, some guy leaned over, he was watching, he was sitting in the next booth, old elderly guy from Barry, Ontario. And he goes, you guys all work together. And I'm like, ah, you could say that. He goes, I love how well you all get along. And I was really baiting a boo, like lobbing Molotov cocktails at him to get it going. And, uh, he wasn't biting. This is Mike Abu-Mastrick, everybody, the 10-year CFL or from downtown Toronto is where he's from. Another former Blue Bomber lineman, Matt Sheridan, was here. And he's like, how do you feel? Ab-? He says, how do you feel about the NHL going away from pride jerseys and uh, warm-up? And I said, well, I'm anti-gay, so. And I looked at Abu, <laughs> waiting for a reaction. Everybody knows I'm inclusive and pro-LGBTQ, so I could say that. I was just waiting. He didn't even bite. And Matt goes, normally that would light the fuse. I'm like, I know. So we had laughs about both. I was trying to get him going, and it didn't happen. So that was all part of the fun. Speaking of NHL, Connor McDavid's expected to win his third Hart Trophy as NHL MVP when the league reveals its award recipients at a ceremony tonight in Smashville. The Oilers captain could be a unanimous choice after leading all players in the NHL with 153 points, the most since Lemieux in, pardon me, in '96. San Jose's Eric Carlson is expected to take home the Norris Trophy as top defenseman. Carlson, at age 32, was the first defenseman to surpass 100 points since Brian Leach in 1992. Boston could have three award winners tonight, Darren. After setting the record for most wins and points in an NHL regular season, Captain Patrice Bergeron obviously up for Selkie. If he wins it, it would be his sixth, and that would break his own record of five Selkie trophies. Linus Olmark is up for Vezina, which I would think he'll win. And of course, uh, Jim Montgomery up for coach of the year. There's not a lot of intrigue even Seattle's Maddie Beneers, they're saying is the clear cut Calder trophy winner as rookie this season. He led all rookies with 57 points tied for the lead in goals with 24. Do you expect anything out of the ordinary happening tonight? Or is this a bit of a ho-hum formality? Everybody knows he's going to win the awards tonight.
3: I think for the most part, it's ho-hum. I really do. Um, the two, I I think the Selkie people have some talk about that. I've seen that. Um, I've seen a little bit about the Jack Adams award for coach of the year. Yeah. Um, I think there's some intrigue around that because there was a lot of good, um, good candidates this year. Um, I think those are the two, but I think the hearts, a slam dunk, the Norris is a slam dunk, the Calder's a slam dunk, the Vesna's a slam dunk, all the big ones. So outside of the Jack Adams. So it'll be fun though. Uh, um, to see the stars, I always love that, getting to see the personalities and the speeches and everything else. So um, not a lot of intrigue tonight, though, I, I don't imagine. This is one of the years where there's uh, not a lot of debate amongst the winners.
2: I'm in, I'll i be watching. I'm like you. I'm like everybody else. I'd like to know if Montgomery does take home coach of the year. The voting was all done before the playoffs when they toe-picked it in round one. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. We say the Florida Panthers pulled off the biggest upset in NHL history, which they did round one based on a seven game series and point differential. How come nobody's saying the Boston Bruins are now the biggest chokers in NHL history? How come not one person or pundit has said that?
3: I know it's that, that's, sh- you know, I, I guess I'm happy that you take, that we take the positive approach of the biggest upset. And we're talking about Florida instead of Boston, as opposed to, you know, the negative side of it, but you're right. I mean, having one of the greatest regular seasons ever, right. The um, against the team that just, yeah, the greatest against the team that just got in on like the last day of the regular season. Um, it, it was, it, it was tough. The, the expectations in Boston were sky high. Didn't think anybody would beat them on a the way to a Stanley cup. And sure enough, there you go. Um, how much, you know, um, votes, you know, does Bruce Cassidy get in, in Vegas getting them to a number one seed at that time? I mean, obviously getting to the cup didn't happen. It happened after the voting was done, but still, number one seed in in Vegas was was great.
2: Um, there's a few good candidates out there. Approved. Moose. From the audience, Ryan in Saratoga, New York has found us. He says, good day, Rod squad. I know we're only a handful of weeks in, but I'm wondering if the CFL East is going to come down to Montreal and Toronto. And he goes on to say, I'm hoping Nico Heischer brings home the devil's second ever Selkie trophy, but it probably goes to Patrice Bergeron. We'll get to your CFL stuff in a second. Dang on everybody. BW watching at Edmonton says where population is the biggest gets the fastest, quickest service. And that's just in government. Majority rules. It's a thing. Moose has better internet, and that's why he moved to Toronto. Stephen Klein Saucer uh, checking in from Martinsville. He says this show is similar to a lobster getting cooked. It started as a Sask show, then Rod magically moves to Florida, and now Dupes in the Big Smoke. I don't know what to think. Dupes probably hangs out with Trudeau. Hey. Okay what <laughs> don't I'm assume to...
3: who i hang out with and who i don't
2: right listen it's about sports it's not about the hosts wait a minute it is about the host, not sports we just sprinkle in uh, sports talk uh That's paul true. jefferson i think paul's in edmonton but he writes it. he says were the seeds of dd's Dee move to toronto sown when he tried to connect to the rp show from his hometown school d- gym hashtag bad internet Remember when you were in Winyard, the chicken capital, and you could? we had all those horrible internet problems? That's why, folks, yeah. we can't broadcast this show out of Winyard. We had to move to larger centers. Lip.
3: Not a lot of options.
2: A <laughs> uh, couple of things. Sports fans, check out the hamburger that was voted one of Canada's best, only a tonic kitchen and bar at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. What's their secret? Come down and find out for yourself. It's a Cleek thing at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, and take advantage of the burger and a beer deal. For just 1999, by the way, have you figured it all out yet that I'm hooking you all in to stay until the next segment when we will talk ball for all pretty much entirely Canadian football league discussion coming out of week three? Have you figured that out yet? We'll get to that. But I'm realizing I think I'm the only guy left in Calgary right now for a variety of reasons. A lot of the media gone to the NHL draft. A lot of guys gone home for the summer hockey guys that don't live here. Um, Stampeders on a buy. Everybody's gone, yo. Moose. <laughs> so it's a pretty good week for just you and me to be sitting here talking amongst ourselves. Kevin the Medium is going to be joining us later on, our sales coordinator, but we're going to be a little light on live guests down here at Ace Casino Airport because nobody's here. And I'm kind of thinking that I should have maybe gone to the NHL draft, but Ace Casino Airport is our home not the the least of which is we're contractually obliged to be here, and we love being here, but we can't be everywhere. These guys that are at the NHL draft now weren't at the Stanley Cup final. They weren't at the NHL All-Star game, so chill, y'all. But we do have an NHL poll question, and we'll ride this into the break and come back with CFL Talk. It's for Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence, knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell, Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. The question is simply this, and we woke up choosing violence today. Who has the better NHL franchise currently, Calgary or Winnipeg? If you have a problem with that question, blame me. I came up with it. We woke up this morning choosing violence, as I said. Last I looked, Darren, 62% of people on Twitter are saying the Winnipeg Jets have the better NHL franchise, despite players being wanting out of there, too. By name, Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's got his wish, and he's going to Los Angeles, Connor Hellebach. They ain't over yet. I mean, does he even finish the week as the goaltender for the Winnipeg Jets? And that's just Winnipeg. Here in Calgary, I had a family member. I won't say whom else, but a family member texted me and said, why do the Flames all want out of Calgary? And I said, nobody seems to know. Nobody seems to know. It's not a big secret that the Flames have had a culture problem for a long time, but they all thought getting rid of Daryl Sutter was supposed to fix that. So this four pretty big-name players all saying they won't sign long-term has really knocked this town on its ass, Darren. Um, So we'll pick this up more on the break, but who are you voting for? Uh, I'll vote Calgary because I'm in Calgary, and I think this is all being overblown the hashtag Wexit, West Exit. I think it's being overblown, but I'll vote Calgary as the better franchise, but you? I'll vote Winnipeg right now um, because,
3: you know, Winnipeg has a chance here to make some of these moves. And so does Calgary. But I think when you look at the assets in Winnipeg and Hellebuck and Shifley, you know, Wheeler, there's some assets there that you can move. I think the assets are a little bit better than in Calgary. So I think you're going to be able to turn this around. But I think we're really going to know um, once these moves are made and the dust settles a little bit, it's it's tough for both these markets
2: right now. That's the poll question again for our friends at Key Auto Group. We'll take our first time out and return in a moment. It's a DuPont Media Cavalli channeling production today. The RP Show live from Ace Airport Casino at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network. As always, WQEE Radio podcast and YouTube Live. All right, we're back at it. Welcome inside, everybody. Ace Casino Airport in Calgary, Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. If you're just joining us, you're joining us at a very good time. It's hour one of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming your way live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. It is a DuPont Media production along with Cavalli channeling production here today. And uh, just before we jump into the football, uh, Darren Moose DuPont is with us. He is from Tarana. With regards to our poll question for Key Auto Group today, who has the better franchise currently? Uh, Winnipeg still has 62% of the vote. David in Winnipeg says, ask again in a week. Uh, that's a very interesting comment. I, I, When I say currently, it means today, but you understand how these things are fluid uh, and they're changing by the moment. But I was reading, because I know you and producer Clark, who's checked in here, by the way, producer Clark on vacation, but he's watching. Hey, Clark. You guys really get into the fake news and who might go where, and, and, and I get that, but I was reading an article yesterday, yahoo.ca, of all the trades that might happen and the trades that got blocked or they hit a snag because of no movement. I'm like, why am I reading this? I'm wasting my time. This is a time waster. So I'm moving on, and we're going to talk. I get everybody's into that, and all the other shows are talking about that, but nobody is talking live about the Canadian Football League today on a June 26th Monday, and how sad is that? But we are, so we get to all of week three, but it closed on Sunday with A.J. Ouellette scoring three touchdowns as the defending Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts cranked up the heat in the second half to roll past the Edmonton Elks, 43-31 Sunday at Commonwealth. Ouellette only had two touchdowns for the Argos last season all year. He had three Sunday. Argos 2-0, Elks 0-3. And the home hex continues for the Elks who have lost 19 in a row. We are not Elks television, but for a moment or two, we're going to be Darren. Um, I'm wondering what your take is on this. I know you were in downtown Toronto yesterday. Maybe you weren't necessarily watching the game. I watched it all. I watched all four games from pillar to post all week in the Canadian football league. And here's my thing as bad as Edmonton is, and they bad. Even Milt Stiegel pointed that out on the post game panel on TSN. You. I don't think you can fire Chris Jones right now. They've really screwed it up. If I had John Lynch, right? You know friends he would say? Oh, they really screwed it up, Edmonton. Because do you remember when they hired, they fired everybody. They fired the president, the general manager, and the coach. And then they hired Jones first as coach and GM before they hired the president. And I remember thinking, this is ass backwards, I'm sorry, you should be hiring the president first. Then he can hire the coach and gentleman. No, 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 Rod. You don't know what you're talking about. That can go on the 99th floor of my tombstone. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, okay. How's it working out for you now? Who is the boss there? Victor Queer, Chris Jones. Who would fire whom? And the only reason I don't think they should fire Jones is it would quite frankly be starting all over again. Chris Jones does have a proven track record of winning as an assistant coach, a coordinator, and a head coach. But he does not have a track record of winning as a general manager. But I'd like to think he knows what he's doing. So I'm saying, don't fire Jones. The only way out of this for them is to keep trapping wood, as he would say. I've seen it firsthand. And he built Saskatchewan into a pretty big juggernaut that after he left, tumbled every year after he left. Darren, I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here in a monologue. And I'll get your thoughts on this. I'm just sitting here today saying, don't fire Jones. And people are writing in saying, well, if they don't fire him, they're not going to sell any tickets. They got to fire him to sell tickets. They announced 20,000 and change at the game yesterday, which is an outright fabrication. There was maybe half that in the building. It was, it was a joke, but you can't fire Jones to appease the fans. You can't do that. You got to trust that you did the right thing in hiring these guys and that he knows what he's doing and bringing in the right players. The only way to get through this. And I heard, uh, Suter saying it on the, he was doing color. He goes, you got to just sit with it and get through it. And they still got to do that, but I don't think they can fire Chris Jones. That's me. You. What a cliche, but it's true. Like the only way
3: to go through it is to go through it. Right. And that's point That. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's tough. It's tough, but we also don't know what's happening internally in those conversations. Like the external conversations, you're not going to come out and say to your fans and to your players Well, the plan is to suck for another year or two years, you know, but internally I don't want to say that I think they're on the path. They're on this is part of the plan, you know, but who knows the conversations between Chris Jones and Victor Queen in terms of, you know, what the game plan was. And was it a four-year plan or a three-year plan or a five-year plan, but whatever that plan was, you got to stick with it from beginning to end. And if he's not there at the end where he said he would be, then you're going to look at making a move. If Chris Jones has sat there and and told Victor, we're going to be a playoff team this year, then there's going to be a change at the end if they don't make the playoffs. But right now I think it's too early still to make that type of a drastic move, especially when you're not looking at just coaching decisions, creating the losses, you know, there's some deficiencies on, on the field. So Um, it's going to be tough, but you got to battle through.
2: For those that are just joining us, and we appreciate you all, live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio and streaming. Um, Here's the deal. It's just Moose and I. It's a DuPont Media Cavalli channeling production for all of this week. And today, it's kind of a bit of a tester, and we don't have any live guests joining us. It's Moose and I for the full two hours. But throughout the week, We'll have more live guests joining us down here at Ace Casino Airport. But as I've learned the hard way over the weekend, lining up guests this weekend, nobody's in town. Ta-da! The media's all gone to the NHL draft. What's left of them? The Stamps were on a buy. They gone. So it's just us and our rowdy friends down here uh, at Ace. And we can handle it. We can handle it ourselves for sure. From Kevin the Medium writes in, he says, Jones isn't on the field. Changing coaches will not change the outcomes. No, it won't. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says promised win promotion isn't working in regards to filling the seats in Edmonton. Come on, man. Nelson, our VP of Sim events says the Elks were that broken before Chris Jones got there and they were far more broken than the rider team. He took over. He still has a lot of undoing to build the culture he wants. See, that's my read on it. And it's in my commentary today. All the struggles of the Edmonton Elks are showing me this year's struggles are that it was way worse, way worse than we thought. Chris Pesson, the team president, running it into the ground. And then obviously Brock Sunderland, too. I don't know as much about the head coach, Jamie Elizondo. He was only there one year. I think he inherited a train wreck, too. Arlen Bruce third, checks in, says, great morning, RP and Darren. Attended the Argos Elks game at Commonwealth Stadium. Over 70 points scored. It was a fun game. Next game is free because they lost. Argonauts are pretty good. Uh, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says, I appreciate greatly the CFL talk. It was my life. It still is your life, Smitty, and it's ours too. Jeff Cabillas watching in Winnipeg says, uh, Taylor, Corndog, Cornelius ain't the answer in Edmonton. Carlos in Indianapolis says, firing Chris Jones right now isn't going to solve anything. It ain't. And I'll step back out of that for a second and bring it back to us. It's Moose and I for all of two hours today. You lucky little buggers. <laughs> so we'll back to our story. So that was the Sunday game. Elsewhere, BC upset Winnipeg 36, and they ain't talking about Regina Pizza there this week. <laughs> uh, Montreal had their way with Hamilton 38 to 12. We got Ticats chiming in. Jeff. I'll say his name. Jeff Yuremko came all the way down from Edmonton, came to the game with us on Saturday, got his Peterson recovery one day at a time bracelet. We had a meal here. He's a Thai cat fan, not a happy Thai fan. And then Sask beat Calgary 29, 26. So this whole segment right now, and maybe the next one will be on CFL. So let me just say this, uh, Ryan Thomas checking in from the queen city. Hang on. everyone. Here's Tommy. He's happy Monday. RP and dupes. He says, uh, congrats on the move to Toronto. Darren, very exciting. Did the RP show trip go through to the riders game in Calgary? And if so, how was it? Have a great weekend, July long weekend boys. Same to you, Tommy. It was fantastic. And I said it earlier. We had a party right over my shoulder here. This, the patrons, not in our party. were saying, man, you guys are having a good time. I can't believe how you guys get along. So great. We do. It's awesome. It's a CFL thing. Our guy Stephen from North Dakota was here. Uh, they Brian from Bosa, Manitoba writes that he says, "How many return trips did the Peterson shuttle manage to make back and forth to the game Saturday?" Rod, I see you made it through again with flying colors. I always do. We only made one trip, and Darren, we're on to we're on to something. You understand this. I vacuumed out the Peterson, the Peterson Pony Express. That's what we're going to call it. Vacuumed it out, washed it with the hand wash. It looked like a million dollars. And I loaded it all up with fans, put my cowboy hat on. As you saw, I looked like one of those Calgary greeters at the airport. Drove to McMahon, rolled right up. Nice young lady parking attendant at the front. She's like, can I help you? I said, drop off, drop off. Come on in, sir. Wheeled right in, jumped out, Bob's your uncle. Um, and immediately walked into the parking lot in the tailgate, ran into CFL fans from both teams, all teams, was on the radio, QR Calgary radio at halftime. I spent the first half in the press box, the second half in the stands with the fans. Um, it was awful. I said, well, no, not awful. You know Brad here, the marketing guy at Ace. He's like, what yes. a terrible first half. I said, it was a terrible first half. Wasn't it 6-3 at halftime for Calgary? I went on the radio with Jock Wilson, my good friend, and I said, neither quarterback can hit the broad side of a barn right now. But in the second half, Trevor Harris figured it out. Jake Mayer did not. And Sass gets led to the victory in overtime. And both coaches are being criticized for their in-game decisions. To, to, to say, stick with me, everybody. Calgary's Dave Dickinson had a chance in overtime on the last possession to tie the game with a field goal or go to the end zone with a pass for a win. He threw to the end zone, Sass picked it off, game over on a beautiful summer night. It was awesome. Everything about it was great. And if you're a Ryder fan, it was all great. And people say, some people in attendance here said, Dickie should have kicked a field goal to tie it. And then they, then all the questions he would have had to answer were, why didn't you go for the win? Why didn't you go for the win? You always go for the win. I, that's what I think. I don't think Dickinson did anything wrong. Dave,
3: do you on that play? I don't. I think you go for the win. Um, You look at it and you think, okay, I can tie this game. And all it does to play for the tie is prolongs a game, gives you another chance. But at the end of the day, you get a chance to have one play from a decent spot to win a football game. Right. I think any coach would take that. I'm going to give you one play to win the game from here. They would take it. It just didn't work out that time. I mean, a great interception to end the game. Um, a good play. The Riders made a play. But that's, I think, what you want as a coach to be in that situation. They were. not didn't work out. But I, I'd do it again if I was there.
2: Oh, now we're getting. There's some meat on this bone. Arr, arr. People are getting into it. Uh, Kevin, the medium, says Rod and Moose are allowed to be wrong. <laughs> I thought you were a football guy. Jeff in Winnipeg says I would have gone for the win as well. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says Jake Mayer is getting too much heat for the game. That's the Calgary quarterback. I don't know, bro. Three picks, 51.6% completion percentage. He was not good in the game. Uh, he was not good. And behind an old line that didn't give up a sack either, by the way. It's not like he wasn't like he was running for his life. John yeah. Ohm. Ohm um, in Winnipeg says any thoughts on Craig Dickinson's decision to go for the first down in the late in the game instead of kicking the field goal before overtime? Yes, John Ohm, we're calling it the Dick incision. The incision. I came wow. up with that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good one. <laughs> what religion is he? It's a Dickin decision. Dick incision. It looks better in no. print. It, it, doesn't print. <laughs> it doesn't sound better. It doesn't sound now that I say it out loud. Uh, hang on. So we're just getting into it. We'll be right back. We are live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleat Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network. Uh, as always, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. All right, welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues live on this Monday from Ace Airport Casino, episode 1027 of your favorite daytime sports talk show, and we're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE podcast, and YouTube live. And uh, it is a big night. The NHL awards go in Nashville, but there are really no surprises expected whatsoever. We ran that all down way back in point two of our Quick 6 show topics. Uh, From the comments section here for those watching, on streaming live, uh, we're coming out of week three in the Canadian Football League. Glenn in Medicine Hat says, Riders decision late in the game, right call, wrong play call. Mm, okay. Uh, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, where the heck is it? He says, the stamps are going to be okay. They invented next man up. And he says, as far as rod and moose moving goes, the only thing constant in life, is change thank you uh, for the support jack you're such a great dude it was great to see you saturday night at the game by the way from jake hughes from the hughes sports podcast he writes it says looking good rp shout out to dupont media and cavalli channeling he goes in to say the dick incision it looked better in print that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say the controversial coaching calls by Craig Dickinson, the head coach of Saskatchewan, and Dave Dickinson, the head coach of Calgary. I'm collectively calling it the Dickincision. I think that I'm not going to call it that anymore. Uh, hang on, Moose. Before we uh, bring you back in, sports update on this Monday. Keegan Bradley broke the tournament record en route to winning the Travelers Championship on Sunday. Bradley closed with a 268 for a three-shot victory. And the Calgary Surge, playing their third game in five days, defeated the host Vancouver Bandits 93-88 in one of three games in the Canadian Elite Basketball League. With the win, the Surge moved into second place in the West. Elsewhere, the Montreal Alliance edged the Edmonton Stingers 93-88, and the Saskatchewan Rattlers dunked the Scarborough Shooting Stars 79-65 at SaskTel Center. That snapped a five-game slide for the Rattlers. This sports update brought to you by The Steady's. Their new single, Champion, dropped on Friday. Visit thesteady's.ca for more info and stream The Steady's today on Apple Music and Spotify. And they're coming to a venue near you on their summer tour, which kicked off in Kelowna on the weekend. Kelowna area. And also by Landmark Cinemas in theaters July 21st. Barbie. Barbie lives in Barbie land. And then a story happens. Starring Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, and Margot Robbie. All right. Uh, Moose is here. He's also flying the ship. He is flying the Millennium Falcon. What are we going to call this thing? The Land Speeder? I don't know. Are you a Star Wars fan, Moose? No, no, I'm not. Maybe this is like... Yeah,
3: this is a fifth generation, uh, you know, uh, fighter jet or something, or an F-18 from Top Gun. I think that's
2: what it is, the F-18. Got it. Well, you're Top Gun, so shout yes, out Rhino sure Radio. And by the way, here's my thing. Uh, I had my guy up from North Dakota, Stephen from North Dakota, on the weekend, and uh, he was a Rider fan. Now I guess he's a Stamps fan. You met him. And he mm-hmm. said to me as we were walking around Saturday night, he goes at the game, he was like, it's a lot better to be a fan of the whole CFL than just one team. And I said, yeah, why do you say that? And he goes, you get treated a lot better. And I'm like, uh, bingo, ba ba ba, bingo. <laughs> and then he dropped $800 in the stamp store. Right. And, um, so my point is I'm a hockey fan too, but it's June 26th. It's we're coming out of week three in the CFL. The CFL fans got to talk somewhere. Literally everybody else is talking NHL. So let them do it. We'll do this over here. What we do. And we'll sprinkle in the hockey as well. Um, Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario, writes in. He's watching on Game Plus Television, and he says, I'm back watching today after missing the last two due to nerve-slash-tendon surgery in my arm. Great stuff, as usual. Thank you, Chris. Glad you uh, came through well. He says, now that Moose has moved to the evil empire, welcome, by the way. I think we need to attend a rider game in Southern Ontario. Not this season, obviously. Hashtag still bitter. What's he referring to? What's he bitter about? I don't understand. Chris, you need to explain. I'm what are you? Not about? sure. Can't go to the game because of your surgery? If that's the case, my condolences. Moose, would you consider hosting a, any kind of rider? I didn't even ask you about the Bet Regal party that you were at, the Bet Regal seats. At the, I meant to. You were at Tim Hortons Field Friday night. My guy, Cody Fajardo, doing Cody things, which is winning. And the Alouettes won 38 12 at Hamilton. Didn't look like the driest night, and the fans didn't leave real happy. That was my sense of the game.
3: Yeah, it wasn't. There was some rain, for sure. But, you know, we had these Bet Regal seats, and they were outstanding. I mean, there's a little covering at the back. You can have a QR code to order your food. They'll deliver it to you. It's pretty awesome. And the Bet Regal folks were there. There were some other uh, winners of tickets who showed up as well. So that was cool. Um, and the game, you know what? It started really good. So when it comes to Hamilton, I thought Matthew Schultz played really well early. He showed a willingness to throw the ball deep. They protected him early. He had accuracy deep, but he really struggled on the underneath medium and short range passes. And that was a bit of an issue. Um, but then it was Montreal that just, you know, Cody played so well, um, that team was well. William Standback was good. Their defense and special teams were good. So that was really cool. But going to a game in Hamilton, I put it on social and I was going back and forth with some fans reminded me a lot of going to old Taylor field. Not necessarily. I mean, the stadium's brand new and that's sta- the, stadium's not the same, obviously, but you know, I, I used to park at the old superstore, walk down um, from Albert street, you know, I'd stop in somebody's backyard and they'd have a, a hot dog thing going on the sidewalk, selling burgers and hot dogs. So we parked at a church, Paid 10 bucks at this church, walked through the residential area, stopped at the Legion, had a Smoky. They were doing a roast outside the Legion. That was awesome. Walked into the stadium, and the fans were really into it. So it felt very similar. It's a very underrated CFL market, um, and, and it was a fun game to attend.
2: Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Darren had the social media takeover from our Instagram Account uh, at the Rod Peterson show. So all those photos from Tim Hortons field the coffee cup. What did we? You ran a poll. Is it the coffee cup or the donut box? It was the poll. You know what? The donut box won. In the next not? break, I'll go back and
3: check the results. Okay, in the next commercial break. Yeah,
2: it was a landslide. I think donut box for one. For two. Uh, hey Cody Fajardo, what did you think about the return of Brandon Banks to the game to Hamilton and the ceremony? Uh, I was too busy <laughs> winning. <laughs> <laughs> Brian in Manitoba, who's the starting quarterback for the Eskimos? Oops, Elks next game, and also maybe a name change. LOL. Peter in Rahina writes in on the Progressive Insurance text line nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three. Peter says, "Hey Rod, wonder if the Riders should dangle Dola Gala in front of Jones for trade bait." Signed, Pistol Pete <laughs> from Speaking of. Well, let's think of this. When somebody, this is where sports does not translate to life. When somebody in your own division is treading water, do you know what you throw them? A safe. (laughs) Why would you throw them a lifeline? Why would you throw them a lifesaver? You know, name any incident. I'm sorry. And I could be wrong, but I've only been covering the CFL since 1991. When do you ever remember a team within the division helping out another? Certainly, unless it benefits yourself. But Sask has two wins, both on the road in the West at Edmonton and Calgary this year. 10, 15 years ago, that was unheard of. For sure, up until 20 years ago, unheard of. Why would Sask help Edmonton at all? Just my thoughts. We need to break and come back with audience takeover. It's just Moose and I. On a DuPont Media and Cavelli channeling production week here on the RP show, live from Ace Airport Casino, Calgary, also uh, Hotel Clee, Calgary Airport, on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. All right, welcome back, everybody. Here we are live from Ace Airport Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 1.6 million people is the population here, for those that were wondering. Up uh, 100,000 from last year at this time when we were here. Hey, by the way, everybody, Calgary's best-attended Sunday afternoon poker tournament with 75-inch TVs at every table. You can get your fill of sports and poker all in one location. Ace Poker, changing the poker landscape. I'm sorry, I have happy Gilmore running through my head. What's the music? That's the song. If I had my second mic plugged in, I would crank it so you could hear this song. Do you remember? <laughs> he woke up the next morning and he left the girl's house. Remember? But and she then, was at his place. She was at his place. Right. Wearing a sake jersey. You know one breakfast? <laughs> yes. Uh, That's what that, This is the song. It's the first thing I thought of. You know one breakfast? <laughs> uh anyways squirrel moment hashtag baby don't go what's <laughs> well, screw like- you then <laughs> i don't want you did you see there's a kid what, what did you see it on the social media on the way some kid named happy gilmore got committed to a school or got a scholarship or something and adam sandler congratulated the kid's name is happy <laughs> gilmore uh anyways oh. As promised, this is audience takeover, and I'll carry this into hour two. I'll do whatever you people want to talk about because we're that kind of show. NHL awards are tonight. The reason I bring this up is coming back next hour, I'm going to do a complete reset of all the topics. Toronto FC fired their coach today. We'll talk a little more about the NHL awards tonight, but if you want to keep on with the CFL, I'm certainly down with that, everybody. And kick around more of this poll question today, which is which city currently has the best NHL franchise, Calgary or Winnipeg. Winnipeg's winning by a mile, last I saw. What I didn't understand from Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario, and I asked him to clarify is why is he upset? He's written in on the Progressive Insurance text line, Darren. And he said he's upset because the Riders don't play either Hamilton nor Toronto in Ontario this year. Riders Argos is the touchdown Atlantic game again. There are a lot of upset people about that and in a, in some ways I, I I'm not behind the walls anymore of the Canadian Football League, and that suits me fine, and I darn sure know it suits them fine. But do you think they're sitting back thinking they're winning? you know what like because the crowds are, are improving yet. Bo Levi Mitchell does not return to Calgary this year with Hamilton and wouldn't, anyways. He's on the sixth game, but you know what I mean. Cody Fajardo's not coming back to SAS. These are storylines. This is what sells tickets. Do you think the CFL cares at all, the tall foreheads that run it, Darren, that they don't have the balanced schedule anymore from the divisions? Because I think it's an ab- absolute disgrace. But that's just me. Well, in a small league like this,
3: I would tend to agree with you. You know, um, these leagues, when you're going to have an unbalanced schedule like this, it would go in a rotation. So you would look at markets, let's say Toronto or Hamilton or wherever, and say, look, it, we want the riders there every year. But so does every other team. So look, it, you're going to get them on a three-year rotation or on a two-year rotation. You're going to go one year off, and then you're going to get them for two years, and then a year off, and then you're going to get them for two years. So because there's a huge matchup, you know, you're know, you going to go to a team and say, well, now you don't get the riders because of this you know, Trevor Harris returned to wherever um, we're going to bump that instead. So there'd be a lot of little dominoes like that. But at the end of the day, you're trying to create great storylines and, and drama. Um, there's some, you can't overlook. You have to, you have to look at this picture and, and try and find a way to have the Bo Levi back in Calgary game. You, you need to, because by next year, it'll be too old and we don't even know if Bo is going to be in the league next year. Like there's no guarantees in life. Right. Um, and football. So yeah, I wish they did. It does kind of suck not having the balanced schedule. I'd agree.
2: Dentor in Saskatoon writes and he says Trevor Harris is only going to get better. He says the defensive backfield needs work for the Riders. Nelson, our VP of Sim event, says the Riders improved in some spots, but look comfortable this season compared to last. They do. They do. They do. They do. They do. And I know we got a break and we'll come back. It's turning into a CFL chat today and I'm all about it adversity did hit i think the riders started two and one three and one last year if i'm not mistaken and their center dan clark in a game at edmonton broke his leg and they never recovered finished six and twelve so the adversity is coming for every team every team not just sask edmonton i'd like to think for their sake is getting it out of the way now right we'll talk about that the nhl awards tonight and all these other topics when we come back we're live on the game plus television network today it is a Production and presentation of DuPont Media and Cavalli channeling, also on WQE radio, podcast, and YouTube Live.